Hey, hey everybody, it's Nairby of CerealAndGrapes.com, at I am Nairby on Twitter and Instagram. Nairby do on Twitch, follow me on Twitch, N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O. Watch me play video games, because there's nothing more exciting than that. Anyway, it's time for another episode of Bayside, buddy. This is episode number 29, as we're just that much closer to the 30th anniversary. 30 years of Bayside, buddy. But today, we're taking a look at season 3 of Saved by the Bell, episodes 23 and 24, starting with episode 23, entitled... Cut Day, air date December 7th, 1991. So this is four days after, no, no, five, no, four, idiot. Four days after I turned 16. All right, so anyway, we start with a Bayside Student Council meeting going on. The nerds want to make the upcoming Thursday a day of mourning, as it's the anniversary of Gilligan's Island being canceled. <laughs> yep, uh, then a student named Graham then takes the floor, and he wants the school to ban foam cups. Because they destroy the environment. And Jesse likes this idea. And they want to have a rally the next day at Bayside. But uh, Zach and Lisa are not happy about this. They don't like this idea. Because the next day is cut day. And they want nothing to do with a rally. And uh, they never had a cut day at the school I went to. At least at least I don't think they did. Maybe I wasn't popular, popular enough to uh, be in on uh, that kind of thing. But they never had a cut day. I... I wouldn't even have gone anyway, probably not. Yeah, because I was a good boy. Anyway, Belding then enters, and he's got an announcement. All right, everybody, I have an important announcement to make. I know that tomorrow is cut day. Thanks for reminding us, sir. Stop by again next year. <laughs> now, there's nothing I can do to stop you, but anyone who does cut tomorrow will get an unexcused absence. And 10 unexcused absences means suspension, and somebody here already has nine. Oh, come on, sir. You can't expect me to be here on cut day. Oh, yes, I can. I'm going to check on you all day long. And if you're not here, you're suspended. Sense of impending doom. You know, it's funny how the principal knows when cut day is. And he doesn't warn all of the students not to do it, <laughs> but suspension of disbelief, what you gonna do? Anyway, we then go to later where Screech approaches Lisa at her locker, and he wants ideas on how to cut his hair, because he thinks cut day is a day when you go to the barbers, because Screech is awesome. <laughs> Slater and Jim, well, Lisa, you know, fills him in, wake up, idiot. Anyway, Slater, Jesse, and Kelly pop in, and Slater is pumped. He says this is going to be the best cut day ever. But Jesse says that she's going to be going to school tomorrow for the protest. Slater and Kelly mock Jesse a little for not having any fun when Graham appears. And Jesse tells Graham that she will be protesting with him. And Graham gets excited because, well, two is more than one. And two voices are louder than one. So, there you go. Anyway, Slater tells Jesse to have fun hanging out with Graham. While he's at the beach having good times with Kelly and Zach. And this is when Zach arrives and Jesse says that Zach will not be there. Because he's one unexcused absence away from getting suspended. And Zach confirms this and Slater makes fun of him. Zach then tells Slater that he's going to find a way out of it. And he makes a bet with Slater for $100. That he will spend cut day with him and Kelly. And Slater accepts. And we then go to the next day where Zach, Jesse, and Graham are the only ones who showed up for their class. The teacher goes over what was discussed the previous day 
which was the benefits of having a female president. I mean, this was in uh, 1991, so this was 30 years ago. And just now we've got the, well, not me, I'm not an American, but America has its first female vice president. I mean, personally, I don't think the gender of a politician or anybody determines how good a politician they are, but that's just me. I mean, we had a female prime minister and uh, she wasn't very popular. Not to say that there shouldn't be a female president. I'm just saying. All right. Being cool is not exclusive to one gender or race and ex- and so on. Just saying that. And anyway, Graham agrees with the idea. As he said as he says that it's time that the US got caught up with the rest of the world. And Jesse likes what she's hearing. Belding then arrives to make sure Zach is in attendance. And he tells Zach that he's gonna be checking up on him all day. Jesse tells Zach that, oh well, I guess you're out a hundred bucks, and Zach tells her that that's not necessarily the case. And just then a nerd arrives and he's got a message from the library saying that Zach owes $86 in overdue book fees and he needs to head to the library immediately. Yeah, those, remember that day. I, I, to, I remember, uh, as I segue for a second here, I had overdue books from a library to, and this is back when I was a kid and I never returned them to this day. <laughs> so I, I mean, this is back before they had computers. So I'm assuming that the, they've given up uh but yeah it was a book that i took out of uh a library and uh it wasn't a school library it was a library library and i never read the book i only liked the cover because it had a picture of a stick man locked inside of a box so i took it out and uh never read a single word of it and never returned it to this day <sighs> just saying anyway we then go to the max where they have a big Bayside, they have they have a big Bayside annual cut day sign posted. So even the Max is encouraging this delinquency. Anyway, a bunch of students are hanging out as Lisa and Screech are playing a whack-a-mole style game. Only it's crocodiles popping out, and Screech is trying to hit them, not giving Lisa a chance to play, and she bonks him on the head with her paddle. Meanwhile, Slater is teaching Kelly how to play bumper pool by uh, standing close beside slash behind her and. You know how you know how when when a dude you know the 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 uh, the trope if you will in movies and TV shows if if a man is gonna teach a woman how to swing a golf club he'll stand behind her and you know that kind of thing well that's what Slater was basically doing with Kelly here in the bumper pool anyway Kelly compliments Slater on his teaching and she offers Slater a turn she says so Slater you want a turn and Slater says uh, no I enjoy teaching. And all the girls in the live, stu- live studio on this go, Woo! <laughs> Zach then arrives and Slater is surprised to see him. And Zach reveals that the library thing was a plan between he and the nerd guy. Zach asks for his hundred bucks. And Slater tells him that it's cut day, not cut class. And he tells Zach that he's got to show up everywhere they go. Zach is iffy about the idea at first. But then he assures Slater that he will appear everywhere they do. And we get a commercial break. And after the break, Belding is counting down the seconds, waiting for Zach to arrive to study hall. And Zach makes it just in time, and he joins Jesse, Graham, and a nerd in the class. And Jesse is shocked to hear that Zach went to the max. Study hall then begins, and Belding is left, and Jesse and Graham start working on protest posters, using some Bristol board and some paint. Zach then fakes, I guess he, well, he wasn't faking having to take a leak, he was faking having to take a dump. 
And he asks the teacher if he can go to the bathroom. And the teacher says, go ahead. But not before quickly taking a small can of red paint from Jesse and Graham. And we then twirly wipe. To later on, as Jesse and Graham have finished their signs, Zach returns and he takes a seat as Belding comes running in to check on him. An announcement then comes on over the PA in the room to tell Belding that his car is being towed because he parked in a red zone. Belding freaks out and he runs off screaming that he never parked in a red zone. And Zach shows us the can of red paint and tells us that he used it to paint the curb that Belding was parked in. Ah, we then go to cut day students who are now at the movies. The classic Saved by the Bell movie theater setup where it, it's not the stadium seats that we're accustomed to now. Not even the seats that we were accustomed to back in 91. It's the, the folding chairs, but suspension of disbelief. The classic Saved by the Bell movie theater setup. But uh, this was cool to see here. As Slater and Kelly were sitting beside each other in one row, but the cool thing was seeing Lisa and Screech sitting beside each other in another row. I thought that was, oh, okay, this is cool. How about that? Anyway, Screech offers Lisa some candy, and she starts to take it until Screech tells her that it's chocolate-covered grasshoppers. <laughs> ah, we then pan over to Kelly and Slater, who talk about the good time that they're having at the movie, and Slater tells Kelly that he can never get Jesse to go see the movie that they're seeing. Because it's, uh, it's, I guess it's just not Jesse enough. And Kelly says that she likes these kinds of movies. And she saw Zombie Headhunter seven times. Like, Kelly is, was just the, the ideal girl for every dude. Likes those kinds of movies. She uh, likes Bumper Pool. Man, I, could, I personally could go without the beach stuff, but that's just me. Anyway, Zach then arrives and he sits behind Lisa and Screech. And he notices Kelly and Slater have cozied up together. And he surprises them and tells he tells Slater that he's going to lose the bet. But Slater tells Zach to not be so confident as anything can happen. And we go back to Bayside where Jesse and Graham are ready to protest the delivery of some foam cups. Look, the delivery person will be here any minute, so you and I are going to have to block the hall by ourselves. We can do it. It's not how many of us there are, it's how much we believe. You know, Jess, I've never met anyone else quite like you. Is that a compliment? Yeah, you bet it is. Hey, guys. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> this time I caught you! What do you think you're doing? Uh, what am I doing? Uh-huh. Um, um, uh, I'm exercising my right to protest. Yes! Uh -oh. Power to the people! Riot! Go team! Go! <laughs> hey, there he is! One, two, three, four! Don't use plastic foam no more! Yeah, five, six, seven, eight! Nine, ten, eleven, twelve! <laughs> all right, all right. You have made your point. Now let the man make his delivery. Mr. Belding, don't you care about our future? I care about running an orderly school. If you don't want plastic foam, then present a petition to the school board. Now go to class before I present all three of you with detention. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesse. Graham, we failed. No, we didn't. If we convinced even one person, then we succeeded. Right, Zach? Graham, you failed. <laughs> When you try and save the world and people don't even care... You start to think, what's the use? You really understand how I feel, don't you? Yeah, I do. Because I feel the same way. But I keep trying. What a cut day. Some people are ditching classes. Some people are ditching each other. 
Zach was great here, man. Joining the protest and not knowing the slogans. And then telling Graham that he failed. I loved it. <laughs> and then we got a commercial break, after which we go to the beach. Where, uh... Uh... What, what did I put here? Where Sun is... Uh, uh, sun is being... Has Screech and Lisa are kicking... Well, I, I think I meant to say fun is being had. I, I wrote it down as sun is being has. Okay. We're at the beach where fun is being had. As Screech and Lisa are kicking a beach ball back and forth to each other. While Slater and Kelly are dancing together. They stop dancing and Slater offers to put some lotion on Kelly's shoulders and she accepts. Uh, Slater says that he's had a great time hanging out with a girl who isn't a total nag. Well, that's not actually what he said, but that's what he basically said in so many words. <laughs> Zach then arrives and he greets everyone and he's wearing the school custodian's outfit as he's convinced the school janitor to swap clothes so Zach can go to the beach. Zach then removes the janitor gear to reveal a pair of shorts and a tank top underneath as the girls in the live studio audience go, Woo! <laughs> and then we get more awesomeness with, with Lisa and Screech as Screech tells Lisa... That she can bury him now. And Lisa happily accepts and they head off together. And it was awesome because, I mean, it's cut day. And Lisa's a popular girl. And of all the people that Lisa can spend cut day with, she spends it with, with good old Screech, man. I love this. It was This was great. This was awesome. So anyway, that, Zach then tells Slater that it's almost time to pay up. And Slater says that the day isn't over yet. Zach says that he has one more class to go. And it's with Mrs. Culpepper, who's just... Blind as a bat and oblivious to everything. Slater, upon hearing this, realizes that he's probably lost and he offers to get some drinks while he still has got some money. Leaving Kelly and Zach alone, and Kelly tells Zach that she's not enjoying Cut Day as much as she thought she would because she feels bad for poor Jesse. As Jesse's just like her good friend and Kelly's there having a good time with Jesse's boyfriend, and Zach tells Kelly to not feel so bad about poor Jesse. And Kelly asks Zach, you know, can you imagine Jesse hanging out with some other dude? You know what I mean? And Zach says, you know, if I think about it hard enough, I think I can. <laughs> Graham. Anyway, we then go back to Bayside as Zach arrives for Mrs. Culpepper's class. And Culpepper is wearing some big bifocals, and she's just she, she, she just has really awful eyesight. I thought this teacher was great, and she just she can't see that only four students have shown up for class. So she begins to teach, and she unveils a map of the USA, and she thinks that it's Africa. Belding then arrives, and he's he's a, he's all excited. He tells Culpepper that a telegram—that's right, telegram. I don't even know. I don't. They probably don't even have telegrams anymore. He tells Culpepper that a telegram has arrived for her, saying that she won the lottery. Culpepper freaks out, grabs the telegram, and tries to look at it, but <laughs> this was a great job by this woman. <laughs> but anyway, she freaks out, and she just quits her job, tells Belding to take a hike, I'm out of here. And she leaves. Just, th just then, Zach's cell phone goes off. It's not the, the big classic brick phone, but it is still a big, big cell phone for back in the day ah <sighs> anyway it goes off and Slater it's Slater and he's asked Zach if Miss Culpepper got his telegram Zach asks Slater you know what, what's going on Slater and Bel then Belding announces 
But since Culpepper left, he will be keeping an eye on things. And he tells everyone but Zack that they can leave. Yeah, because Zack is a delinquent. Slater tells Zack that he got him. And he hangs up. This does not look good. Well, you know, Zack, I will be glad when this day is over. I've been so busy keeping an eye on you, I forgot to have lunch. Thank you, Lord. Sir, I, I happen to have some candy here. Would you like a piece? That is very thoughtful. Thank you, Zack. Yes, I would like some. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mmm. Good. Yeah, they're imported. It's crunchy. Yeah. But it doesn't really taste like nuts. What is it exactly? It's chocolate-covered grasshoppers. <laughs> well, and the crunchy parts of thorax. <laughs> I tell you, I went to Disney World in 2002, and for those who've never been there, they have the Epcot Center theme park. And at the, the Epcot Center is a lot about just different parts of the world and their cultures. And they, have, they obviously have stores where you can buy stuff. And one of the stores actually had chocolate-covered insects. I never bought any. I was curious, but I, no, I never bought any. But they had them. I mean, they do eat that stuff in, the, in other parts of the world. So anybody who might be thinking, ew, just remember, man, there's people in other parts of the world who will see what you and I eat. And they'll be like, ew. So, yeah. Be respectful to the cultures, man. So then we go out to the hall where Zach greets uh, Jesse and Graham. Zach tells them that he's on his way to the max, and Jesse tells him that they'll, you know, we'll see you there. Jack says, "Oh, Jack." Zach says, "Okay, no problem." But then he quickly stops and he panics, as he as this means that Slater's gonna see Jesse with Graham, and Jesse's gonna see Slater with Kelly, and thus cut day will become kill day. Zack then tries to convince Jesse and Graham to not go to the max, but to go somewhere else, but it doesn't work, and they head off. Belding then arrives, and Zack tells him that he's out of class because he was concerned about him. And the girls in the live studio audience go, aww. <laughs> Zack then offers Belding some more candy, and he says that this time it isn't chocolate or a grasshopper. Belding accepts, and he eats the candy, and Zack tells him that it's a caramel caterpillar. Belding, upon hearing this, runs back off to the bathroom, and Zack quickly heads off to the max, and we then go to the max as Slater is counting down the seconds. At the tone, the time will be 3.30. Zack owes me 100 smackers. Oh, Slater! Oh, too late, Preppy. What? Is Jesse already here? Jesse? What's Jesse got to do with it? You just lost the bet. Oh. Well, come on, let's go to the bank right now and get your money. No, 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 no. no. Second, what's the rush? Jesse? Slater? Hi. Hi. Oh. Look, I, I think we need to talk. Yeah, maybe we do. Oh, no, you don't. Come on, everybody, let's dance. And Slater, you can dance with me. We'll just, you know, Let's maybe. sit here. Oh. Brace yourself, guys. You're about to see some fireworks. Look, Slater, we went the whole day without seeing each other. And I don't know how you feel, but I enjoyed spending time with someone else. You mean Graham? Yes. Look, it's been great going steady, but we do fight a lot. And maybe, maybe it would be better if we started to see other people. Yeah, that is a good idea. No, no, don't take this too hard. I'm not. 
Time will heal your pain. Uh, no, Jesse, I think seeing other people is a great idea. What? I feel the same way you do. In fact, I had a great time with Kelly today. Kelly, you cheated on me with my friend? I told you, here it comes. Feminist eats Tokyo. <laughs> Look, I didn't cheat on you. I just had a fun day with a girl without arguing. Well, then why don't you just keep going out with other girls? I will. You'll go out with other guys. We already said that, remember? Come on, it was your idea. Look. <laughs> Look, they're laughing together. I've never seen that before. Man, I thought they were going to tear each other's eyes out. Come on, Zach. That only happens in zombie movies. Uh. Guys, we want you to be the first to know Slater and I have decided to date other people. But you were so happy together. Every now and then. Don't worry. Jesse and I are still going to go out whenever we feel the need for a good fight. <laughs> So that's the end of this of Slater and Jesse. Well, for now, we still haven't they they still haven't gotten locked in the uh, boiler room yet. But uh, that's the end of that. But as I said in a previous episode of Bayside Buddy, SerialGrapes.com, Slater and Kelly just don't look right together, and and they didn't look right together in this episode. But that's just me. I mean, if they were, if the writers were trying to hint that at Slater and Kelly getting together, that just even no, I just. No, Slater and Jesse, Kelly and Zach, Zach and uh, Tori, Zach and uh, everybody, and uh, um, uh, King of Queens, uh, Stacy, yeah, Stacy, Zach and everybody else. But yeah, Slater and Kelly, it just it just doesn't work. Anyway, we got the credits, and that was the end of a classic episode cut day. And as I said, I, sp- I really did dig that Lisa and Screech hung out together on cut day. When Lisa could have hung out with anybody, she hung out with Screech. I thought that was awesome. But it's going to get more awesome in the next episode. As we go to episode 24 of season 3, this one is entitled A Home for Christmas Part 1. Also aired December 7th, 1991. And we start off with the gang arriving at Zach's house as Christmas vacation has begun. And Zach's mom appears with cookies and gingerbread men that she and Zach made. And uh, the gang kind of make fun of Zach for doing some baking. I don't know why. Baking is awesome. Cooking is awesome. Go to cerealandgrapes.com to look at how the, uh, look at all the awesome stuff that I've made. Recipes and videos. And more coming in the future, man. I got three months worth of recipes with videos. Just, just waiting. I upload one a week. And I'm three months ahead. Because I have ambition. Alright? Just saying. Anyway, they mock Zach being being a baker. And then, then they show then Zach's mom shows out the gingerbread man and Slater asks, oh, not only did they get gingerbread men, they may also made gingerbread women. And Slater's like, gingerbread chicks, right on. <laughs> and Jesse replies, Well, for you they should have made gingerbread pigs. <laughs> and, oh, I love it. So anyway, Zach uh Zach's mom asks the group what their plans are for Christmas break. Kelly's got a job at a clothing store at the mall. Slater got a job wrapping wrapping gifts at the mall. Jesse got a job where else but at the mall, taking pictures of kids with Santa. And Lisa got a job not at the mall but working at the hospital. I guess the hospital that her mom works at. And Lisa tells the group to bring the gifts for the kids to not forget because they plan on handing out gifts for the kitties. We then go to the mall. The aforementioned mall. And Slater 
has just finished wrapping a gift for a customer, which is uh, some drinking glasses. And uh, Slater, I can, I can, uh, I, I felt for him here because I also suck at wrapping gifts. I'm terrible. <laughs> but as Slater says at some point in this episode, you know they're they just gonna end up ripping it up anyway. So who cares? That's why most most of the time, if I'm giving gifts for Christmas or birthdays, I just do the bag thing, the gift bag, because I, I, I can't wrap gifts for, for anything. I'm worse than Slater. Anyway, Slater gives the wrapped gift to the lady, and the bottom falls out from under it, thus dropping all, dropping the box of drinking glasses and shattering them. The woman then gets pissed off, and she chokes Slater out with, I think it was his tie. Zack jumps in to save Slater by grabbing Slater's wallet. And giving the woman $40. <laughs> Meanwhile, Slater's making $4 an hour. <laughs> and his incompetence just cost him 40 bucks. And Zack then drops off a bag of toys for Slater, of all people, to wrap. Which are for the kids at the hospital. And we then head over to Jesse working in the Santa area. And Jesse tries to get a little blonde asshead named Tommy to smile, but he won't. And Jesse tells Tommy that if he doesn't smile, he's not going to get anything good for Christmas. And Tommy then jumps off Santa's lap, stomps on Jesse's foot and leaves. Yeah, Zach then congratulates Jesse on a job well done spreading Christmas cheer. And he's then joined by Screech who wants to talk to him. Zach heads off to join Screech, but he bumps into a girl. And it knocks over. It knocks her bag. She, she was carrying a brown paper bag and it ends up falling out and dropping on the ground. And Zack says uh, he apologizes, but then he says that he's glad that he bumped into this girl. Zack introduces himself, and the girl says that she's late for work. Zack picks up her lunch that she dropped, and all that's in it is an apple. And the girl tells Zack that she's on a diet, and Zack tells her that she, you know, she why is she on a diet? You know, she looks great to him. The girl thanks him for the compliment, and she tries to head off quickly head off but Zach asks her her name and she says that her name is Laura and then she quickly runs off Zach then joins Screech who's holding a doll for one for the hospital thing and Screech wants to make sure that the doll works and so the doll starts pissing all over Screech obviously not really pissing but you know it's one of these dolls that that piss <laughs> I know I don't get those dolls like why <laughs> Why you want to teach little girls how to be moms at such a young age? That that's just that's just me. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, the doll starts pissing all over Screech and it won't stop. And Zach rushes Screech to the washroom. And we then go to the washroom where Zach is waiting on Screech to finish. Hurry up, Screech! You gotta help me find Laura. <laughs> Why'd you flush the toilet? She had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Do you have an accident, son? Oh, it's it's not what you think. I'm potty trained. She isn't. <laughs> you want to know how to get your pants dry in a hurry? Yes, please. Zach won't be seen with me in public like this. Come on over here. Stand underneath this hand dryer. Point the nozzle down. Thanks for the tip. That's okay. I've been caught in the rain many times. Thanks, mister. Nice guy, huh? Screw up, man. Screech. Look. He's shaving. Don't stare. 
<laughs> How can I look if I don't stare, dummy? <laughs> Excuse me, are you all right? Oh, I'll be okay. I just uh, didn't eat breakfast today. Uh, oh, you shouldn't leave your house without breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. Excuse me, I think he's homeless. Well, then he should eat out. Dude, he doesn't have a place to live. Oh. Oh. I... Gee, mister, I didn't know. I'm sorry. That's okay. I got a bigger bathroom here than I ever did at home. You live... Well, what I mean is... You live here in the mall? Oh, no, no, I just stopped in to do a little Christmas shaving. Kind of makes me look like uh, Santa Claus, don't you think? Nah, he's fat. He eats breakfast. <laughs> we gotta go look for the girl. There's money in here. Ooh, I got dibs on it. Ooh. Is it yours, mister? Oh, there's no money in there, son. Well, I check again. Merry Christmas. Thanks to you, son. Tell you, I've seen that once or twice in my lifespan. I mean, I'm not a big fan of public restrooms, but when you gotta go, you gotta go. And once or twice, I have seen uh, dudes in there shaving, brushing their teeth. Yeah, so yeah, but ugh, public washrooms is disgusting. I don't even really like going to the washroom at my work, which is there's a there's a men's room and a ladies' room, and it's got a bunch of of shitters and urinal urinals and sinks, and I don't even really like going there. But you gotta do what you gotta do. Anyway, we then head to the clothing store that Kelly's working at. And who else is working there? Laura's working there. Laura heads off to the back to go get some more inventory. And Zach arrives and he tells Kelly that he's looking for a girl. When Laura returns and Zach greets her and he invites her to lunch. And Laura reminds Zach that she brought her lunch. She bought her her apple. And Zach says that, you know, that's all you brought is an apple. And he invites her to lunch again. Then the homeless man that we saw earlier shows up and he wa- he's outside of the store and he's, he waves to somebody inside. But we don't see anybody acknowledge him. Screech notices the man and tells Zach that, hey Zach, there's that homeless guy we saw earlier. And Kelly is sad to hear that this man is homeless. And Zach tells Kelly that he gave the man some money and he just hopes he spends it on food. And Laura asks Zach, what do you mean by that, Zach? And Zach says that when you give money to somebody, you just never know if they're homeless or a wino. He said wino, which turns Laura off. And she says that she will not be joining, joining, be joining Zach for lunch as she's lost her appetite. And we go to commercial break after which Zach, Slater, and Lisa are in the food court. And Zach has told them about Laura and they mock him a little bit. And Lisa even says that even Screech has had better luck with women. <laughs> Anyway, then they but they then eventually tell Zach that you know Laura's just playing hard to get, and this kind of just makes Zach a little happy. Screech then arrives and he's wearing a hat with a mistletoe hanging from it, and he stands over Lisa. And Lisa asks Screech if that's a mistletoe hanging from his hat, and Screech says that it is. And uh, Lisa then takes off. <laughs> she just basically runs off, and Screech runs off after her. Kelly then arrives to join Zach and Slater, and Laura is with Kelly. 
And Laura sees that Zach, the asshole, is there. That's right, you clown. And she tells Kelly to go ahead and eat. And she'll just be back later. And Zach quickly gets up and stops Laura. And he apologizes for offending her. And he says that he doesn't know much about homeless people. And uh, where he comes from, homeless people are simply people who don't have cable. Or poor people. So, I mean, Zach, well, he is a... He's a... Well, he's not... I don't want to say a valley guy, because Bayside hates valley guys. Valley people. Zach is a Bayside guy, and uh, Laura is not. Anyway, Kelly speaks up for Zach, saying that he's a good guy. Slater also vouches for Zach. Screech shows up where he returns, and he he vouches for Zach as well. This seems to warm Laura up. And she... uh, Joins Zach for lunch as Kelly and Screech leave, as did Slater. Zach and Laura are alone to have their lunch together. So, tell me about yourself. You live around here? I live with my dad. Oh, where? Actually, we're in the process of moving. We move around a lot. Could I have a chip? Sure. So does, like, your dad travel a lot in his business? He's between jobs right now. I just said you weren't hungry. You know what they say about potato chips. Oh, sure. Bitch can't eat just 50. (laughs) You know what, man? This scene made me want potato chips, man. Watching it and even recapping it right now makes me crave some potato chips man ketchup i'm a big fan of ketchup potato chips and and dill pickle the more flavor the better uh, anyway we then go my mouth is literally watering anyway mm, mm, uh, yeah anyway we then go on on to later on where zach and laura have finished their lunch date and zach wants to take laura to get their picture taken with santa and then we go there where we see G- that little tommy has returned Tommy tells Jesse that his mom told him to apologize, and Jesse likes this and she smiles. Tommy then apologizes and calls Jesse an ugly old bag and runs off. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Zach and Laura arrive and they sit with Santa. Santa asks Laura what she wants for Christmas and she whispers something in his ear. Santa then tells Laura that nobody's ever asked him for that. and He says that he'll do his best. Zach and Laura then go to check check out the picture that was taken of them, and it it's a really awful, weak-looking Polaroid. But this is the '90s. This is before digital. So all you kids who never experienced Polaroids and and film, yeah, you privileged clowns. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Zach asks after looking at the picture. Zach asks Jesse how much they owe her. You know how much? So how much this is going to cost? And then Jesse looks over and sees that Santa is subtly motioning to her, saying, you know, shaking his head no. Telling Jesse not to charge them, and Jesse tells them that Santa's going to pay for it. This is obviously after what the Laura said to him. Zach then asks Laura what she said to Santa, but she doesn't tell him. And this is when Zach's mom appears, and Zach introduces her to Laura. And Zach's mom then mentions that uh, she, that they're having the a, a Christmas carol being performed as a play in the mall. And Laura gets excited and she says that she loves that story. Zach's mom then asks Laura if she'd like to be in the play and Laura isn't so sure that she can get the time off as she's only been at her current day or her current job for one day. 
So yeah, you can't, you can't. Uh, anyways, but Zach's mom says that it would be good for publicity for the stores to let employees be in the play, and Laura says that she'll ask. So I don't know, man. One day you're already asking for time off. <sighs> there was an employee, a former coworker, where I work, who uh, years ago did that. You know, she showed up, and then within like a week. She was asking for two weeks off to go on holidays. For real. It was ridiculous. And they said no. <laughs> and we then head over to the gift wrapping stand where Slater is just being a typical dude. And he's having trouble wrapping a gift for Lisa. And he ends up tying the the string to his finger. And this is when we see that the homeless man from earlier is in the line. And he offers to help wrap the gift properly, which he does. And Lisa is impressed by the wrapping job. She leaves, and the man asks Slater if he can have some of the leftover wrapping paper that they plan on throwing away, and Slater gives the man a full roll of gift wrap instead as a thank you for uh, wrapping up the gift. The man leaves, or well, he walked away, and then Slater is joined by Zack and Screech, and they're ready to head off to the hospital with the gift for the kids. And as they slowly start to head off, they notice something in the distance, kind of, in the food court. And there's somebody laying on the ground. And they walk over to look, and it's the homeless man. Zack and Slater quickly jump into action and tell Screech to call 911. Slater performs CPR on the man because Slater was a lifeguard. And we go to commercial break. After the break, we're at the clothing, clothing store with Kelly and Laura as it's almost closing time. Laura is all smiles and all giddy and she's in la-la land and Kelly knows exactly what's going on and she knows that it's because of Zach and Laura's all just, just yay me because Zach made her get her picture taken with Santa, which I don't, which, well, maybe, I've done that before a couple years in a row. As an adult, got my picture taken with Santa. Uh, yeah, I did. And why did I do it? I did it so I could post it online and and impress the ladies because I'm a dude. That's what dudes do. <laughs> anyway, Laura's all excited because of it. Then the boss arrives of the clothing store and the boss tells Laura and Kelly to stop their dilly-dallying and daydreaming. Laura asks the boss if she can be in the play and the boss flat out refuses. Because you're only your first day. Are you kidding? Besides, Kelly's already going to be there. So he tells Laura that you're working and you're going to like it and you're going to like keep your mouth shut. Well, he didn't say that, but you know what I mean? He tells Laura, no, Jesse, Zach and Slater and Screech arrive and tell Kelly and Laura that the homeless man that, uh, that homeless man that passed out earlier, Laura asks uh, them if, if he's okay. And, and they tell her that he was taken to the hospital and Zach and the gang head there to give out their gifts for the kids. And we go to the hospital as kids are decorating a Christmas tree. Zach and the gang then arrive as Zach is dressed as Santa. Kelly is dressed as Mrs. Claus. Screech is dressed as Rudolph. And Jesse and Slater are dressed as elves. And Slater, because he's A.C. Slater, his elf costume is sleeveless. Just saying. <laughs> Lisa greets everybody. Then we, get, then, we get a, then we get another awesome moment. Lisa says hi to Screech as Rudolph. Screech as Rudolph asks Lisa if she wants to play any reindeer games and Lisa replies, why not? It's Christmas. And she kisses Screech on the cheek and Screech gets giddy and I loved it. Like this, this, this was, 
Like after this is like the third season and we've I mean, damn, last episode, Lisa and Screech were hanging together on cut day, and now next episode, Lisa's just like, why not? Here you go, Screech. Wow, on his cheek. It was great. I loved it. Anyway, then the gang starts hanging out, handing out gifts, and one of the kids is not impressed with Slater's god-awful gift wrap job or his muscles. Well, I added or his muscles. <laughs> we then twirly wipe to Slater as the kids are playing with their gifts. Slater then suggests that the group go and visit the homeless man, and they head off. Zack, Slater, and Screech arrive at the room door, and they enter, and they find Laura there at the man's bedside. Zack asks Laura what she's doing there, and Laura says that she's visiting, because this homeless man is her father. And we get to be continued on the screen on a great episode. I love seeing Screech and Lisa being buds and hanging out and a little peck on the cheek. Classic episode. Anyway, loved it. But we're not going to get part two now. We're going to get part two next time on Bayside Buddy on episode 30. The 30th anniversary. 30 years of Bayside Buddy coming next week. Where we'll be taking a look at episodes 25 and 26 of season 3. Entitled A Home for Christmas Part 2. And Mystery Weekend. And this is, this is also the end of season 3 next week. So there we go. And we're not doing trivia this time. Remember the end of season 2? Bayside Buddy. I did the trivia, and the winner, or the win, or the the winners would be entered into a draw to win an Amazon gift card, and nobody entered. Well, we're not doing it this time, all right. But there's one season of, of Saved by the Bell left after this season four. If any if people just want it bad enough, I'll do it after season four. But if not, no, I'm going to keep all that money for myself, like a Grinch and a Scrooge and Yamie. Anyway, that was Bayside Buddy episode 29. Go check out SerialGrapeJuice.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at IamNairby as well as on Twitch, Do, because there's nothing more fun in life than watching me play video games. And we will see you next time for the 30th anniversary of Bayside Buddy and the end of Saved by the Bell Season 3. Have a lovely week, month, day, year, and so on.